0: Rifling through those long boxes. It's gotta be here, it's gotta be here, it's gotta be here. Aha!
1: Here it is! And bagging those books. I'm out of bags and boards again. Welcome to your home for Star Wars comics.
0: The Cosmic Force
1: Podcast! A Uteni Podcast Network production. And now, here are your hosts. Parker Kirk, Caleb Lamanek, and Ready Jacob Bosch. Now
0: go!
2: all right hello everyone and welcome back to this week of the cosmic force we are star wars Comics podcast right here on youtube.com/utini where every other Wednesday uh you can catch us talking about po- uh comics as well as on your favorite podcatcher Apple, Spotify. Uh, I think last episode I shout out Google Podcasts and now that app is getting killed for YouTube Music so I'm in need of a new podcast app. But anyways, whether you're a seasoned veteran or a new reader, this is your home for Star Wars comics discussion. If you like what you see here and want to say thanks you can head on over to our patreon channel at patreon.com utini for where as little as five dollars a month you can gain exclusive access to our entire utini podcast network of shows now i'm gonna toss it over to our great friend our producer here this evening caleb caleb
0: how are you doing I'm doing great. As I feel like I say every time we do this uh, show here, but every time we do a show, it's great. It's get to talk about comics. And boy, do we have a great comic to talk about here. A lot going on with this. Like, there's a lot of meat on this bones here. Like, there's, uh, it's going to be Shadows of Starlight, first uh, issue of that. So, um, hope you're uh, caught up. If not, the good news is it's a great jumping on point. Isn't that right, Jacob? Stop. I think. All right. All right. Well, we also have one other uh an our special guest. Well, I guess he's not really that special anymore. He's been with us for a while. Oz, how are you
1: doing today? Hey, uh I'm doing great. Yeah. A, a special guest three times in a row. <laughs> um so but I'm I'm happy to be back. I'll I'll be back however long you'll keep having me. Um pretty stoked for this comic. Like you said, there's a lot to talk about here, so uh let's get in. I guess we we've got some other things to clear up first, but yeah. then we we'll, exactly. then we'll get in.
0: Yeah. Um, so, if you any long time viewers or short time viewers, you're like, wait a second, are, are we uh, missing one of our regulars? Yo, yes. Unfortunately, Parker had, uh, Kirk, our uh, co host, has had some IRL duties uh, pile up on top of him. He got a big promotion at work, which great for him. Unfortunately, that means his time is a little bit more limited. So he decided to see his kids more than he wanted to see us
2: i guess that's fine you know yeah. that's fine yeah well, we <laughs> uh, do yeah. not hold
0: that against him he's still yeah. part of the team but he wanted to take some step up some uh workload off of his uh utini production
2: yeah you definitely have to thank parker if it was not for him the show definitely would have not come back because uh we all meant to do it for like a year and then just got lazy and didn't so uh if he was not here to kick us in the butt probably would not be talking about this comic book
1: right now so thank you parker um and That's with, probably that mentality is probably why he got his military promotion.
2: Yeah, <laughs> he's done something right, I suppose. Uh, but with that, we can hop into some news because we have a D de- well, some today. Uh first off, uh not I don't have to talk too much about it. Uh High Republic number one got its first preview, I guess, yesterday as of recording. Um, mm-hmm. and it is yes. out November 8th. So Kiev Trinis, Master Kiev Trinis is returning she looks haunted uh, by what happened in the past couple months um, if you have read tales of light and life you can kind of got a little glimpse of where she's at right now uh, but yeah she's dealing with watching all of her friends die so you know
0: just casual yeah. like it does seem a little weird that you know she literally just got promoted tonight at the start of last one it's like and then she's already mastered like the it always it's always interesting that um this is a little, little bit of a tangent that you know the the transition from padawan to knight is such like a big point you know you cut the braid it's a big promotion sort of thing but in it like always like you know oh you're a master now and it always seems to be like a uh you know a kind of a, a nebulous sort of term like we didn't see obi-wan like become have a we
2: master in
1: seen anyone i think become obi-wan a becomes
2: a master in brotherhood
1: right and that's the only but that's again um, that's like it, during the clone wars for yeah, like yeah. Things don't at, really at the end count. of the first
0: High Republic book, the very first one, uh, not Stellan, but Alistair gets promoted. Oh, that's it's right. right. Comes. But it's, it's essentially like a you've been with us long enough, you're a master now sort of thing. Yeah. It's it's like, like they were withholding his promotion essentially for lack of a better term.
2: It was like he was – because Stellan and Avar already were masters at that point and he was like getting the ability to like study the force in the ways he wanted to or something like that.
1: It's been a while since I've read that book. I think that's right.
2: Uh, yeah
1: right it's just I, so i guess most of the times we've seen promotions either tonight or uh to master is is in the high republic or in like the clone wars, the clone
2: wars. Yeah. Both, uh,
1: which we're going to get into here are like intentionally accelerated times yeah um so like i just today finished rise of the red blade which is a fantastic novel but uh they show in there the knighting ceremony from brotherhood again where like 20 something padawans all got knighted and they totally weren't ready um and i'm sure that yeah in the clone wars we see some people get masters that wouldn't have otherwise so i I assume well he (laughs) specifically did not get the rank of master um i assume we'll sort of address that in uh in this run that because there's a year between fallen star and this and at some point
2: Right. So, Maybe I mean, it's master. really... It's been about two and a half... A little bit over two and a half years since she was knighted. So, right around the time... Or, I guess, close to the amount of time between Anakin being knighted and not becoming a master in uh, Revenge of I mean, the I mean, Death. Because uh, uh, yeah. that was... Um,
1: member, council, council, council member. Yeah, council member. It's C- cool. council
2: ministr- member with the asterisks. Um, but, right. anyways... So, that's coming out November 8th. I know we're all excited for that. Um, there, It was funny seeing, like, the end of... At the end of the Shadows of Starlight issue, they've been doing like the checklist a lot more recently, especially mm-hmm. with like Dark Droids had it. Yeah. Uh, but we had the checklist for the Higher Public Phase 3, which has the has right now 10 issues of the main run and then the four issues of Shadows of Starlight. I would guess we're getting more. We don't really know how many total issues we have, but with the books being spread out, there's at least a chance for a lot more. And yeah, you think at least like probably at one least more another
1: movie? year on top of there.
2: Right. Um, and you think there'll probably be at least one more mini series especially if we're getting that Broken Blade. We
1: should be getting the Broken Blade. It's interesting though because I'm pretty sure Phase 2 had this checklist um, mm-hmm. and it only had the 10 issues and the Blade. I would need to look back and see when right that in. I could be making that up. But, um, maybe
0: they're waiting for a couple like uh, plot points for first couple of uh, books before they like do something big. Yeah, yeah. yeah and right like
2: out. I, I still think we're probably getting an audio drama at some point that's going to be announced Others, later. Yeah, so dead. another volume of manga. There's stuff that's probably coming. Just you know, taking some time.
1: But it is interesting though that um, yeah. they're overlapping Shadows of Starlight and the the main Marvel comic because mm-hmm. Shadows of Starlight takes place entirely as far as we know before. Right. Yeah, it's going to be
2: an interesting conversation when we get to reading orders later. Like
1: I, I, I know I I, we're, well, we're going to duke I it out. Too <laughs> much, but we've we used to recommend a wholesale release, release order, order and that's just and not finally any. I was able to win my battle because Thank it's you. it's tenable in the moment uh, but once you have hindsight it's terrible. Yeah. I think <laughs> it's I it's mean, not terrible, my, It's not preferred
2: my my like super early call right now is probably i would say re well like tales of light and life before everything else and mm-hmm. then probably <laughs> just the entire trade paperback of shadows of starlight after that unless there's like some interplay between some of the other stuff maybe some reveals that are timed but other than otherwise yeah
1: i think yeah. i think what we can assume is that this is the first thing um after basically it's the kickoff of phase three if you want to consider tales of light and life like the bridge
2: i think it right, yeah
1: to this which actually and we'll talk about this but it's a great companion piece to the short storybook mm-hmm. um yeah for sure um, so I, i'm really excited for phase three to kick off though yeah
2: but then another bit of news uh quick one we have some variants that have come out over the past week or been announced for the past week for shadows of starlight um one had been announced for a little bit is a they're all from um Uh, I wrote his first name and not his last name or one of the two. Uh, Okazaki is the the artist's name. I did not finish that uh, bit of the show notes, but uh, we have four issues here. Uh, We have the Yoda one, which is a New York city comic-con exclusive also selling some online. And then the Avar Elzar issue, the bell Buriaga issue and the Martian issue all look great. They're all going to have a, these are, this is the Virgin set that's shown right now. There's also gonna be a trade dress Virgin and version and a um sketch version. Um so I think I do, yeah they
0: yeah these look amazing. I do want to point out I love how Elzar is again once again like in official artwork like in profile. It's we don't have many good like straight on Elzar man There's so
1: little image. Elzar out art out. Now we're well, finally getting more but I remember for the entirety of Facebook yeah. there were like three pieces it was yeah i mean like
2: it was star wars number 20 was like the first real look we got at Elzar, yeah. right?
1: that uh, is one of one of the like kids adaptations of the yes novels. The, I think um, of the the republic fair one right yeah that one's called uh
2: so it's I, definitely next shadows of starlight issue we're probably getting a lot more of him he's on the cover like the a cover from phil yes. noto so yeah. uh finally getting some more art of him uh but these all look great uh they're the, so good it's the pro, the, definitely the hardest one to lock down is gonna be Yoda because uh, it's at New York City Comic Con. By the time you listen to this, the online order is already sold out, and the way they rolled it out first was a the three set of the trade dress, the Virgin, and the sketch variant for like sixty dollars. So not many people I think are wanting to hop on that. Um, so you're gonna have to. There may be some other ways to get it. I know they said there's gonna be a set of all twelve. So all three versions of all four covers, um, for like two fifty. So if you're really
1: a high roller, that's an option out there for you. But And that's exactly uh, why I've just never gotten this yeah. variant collecting because it's it's so so slippery. I,
2: I like getting me, like, a nice, like, standard, like, B cover kind of type thing when it looks yeah. cool enough. Um, I don't really generally go for, like, the anniversary, like, we're going to do 50 different covers of this. Like, I'm not really yeah. about that. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, I guess it's ironic considering behind me you can see two sets of the Phase 1 books. Yeah. That. Uh, I mean,
2: oh, I mean, I think I, spent, I, think I yeah, got. Yeah,
1: <laughs> there's there's the, the Celebration 1 and Out of Print, which I didn't buy originally, so I spent too much money on that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, they're not crazy expensive, but yeah. that, that adds up.
2: Right. No, for uh, sure. So
1: that's why I, I like with novels. I've, I've only done it for the High Republic. I typically don't get them at all. Uh, but then the comics, I just can't. I can't do it.
2: It's I mean, in the, like by time by our next recording, we will both have or Caleb. I don't know if you got one. Uh, the phase one omnibus will be out by the next time we record.
0: I'm like, I can't justify spending like that much on something that i already have already read, own, like three already times. Right. Yeah. Right, i know uh it's like, it's if read covers, these, like, like these are like the comics i've read the most don't get right. me wrong mostly because of it doing the show and like you know all the tie-ins there but my
1: lord like see i think you know, that's how i justify it because i'm like i've invested so much time i deserve a treat right yeah. uh, but speaking of covers i think jacob and i both forgot which cover we ordered
2: yeah, because there's the Phil Nota one, which is bizarrely the issue 15, like Starlight Burning Down one, and not yeah. the issue one, Everyone's Hopeful, Happy looking yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's they kind wonder, of bizarre, a bizarre choice to me. Where it's going. And then the other one is an ARIO cover. I think it's like a variant for like one of the first four issues. I can't remember yeah, which one it one, is. It's
1: one of the Drain Gear issues. So yeah, but it has like, like the Drain
2: Gear, the gear. or something, and Skier, and Terra and Keeve. Right. Yeah. So. Um, which also one isn't, isn't, isn't like yeah, is that the one where lights lightsaber colors wrong, or is that Oh, is that?
1: That's hilarious. Um, I can't remember. Yeah, Am I... neither are are what I would have chosen for the omnibus. But I think that I went with Arios just because it fits. I... It's got the main characters.
2: Yeah, I think so too. The problem is like I, I don't know if I've talked about it on this podcast, but the way I love I love and hate the way my um, store does pre-orders. Like I'm in a special Facebook group for like the like regulars. And mm-hmm. he, every Friday, he po- at, uh, before final order cutoff, he'll post just a Facebook gallery of here's everything you can order and you just like the things you want. And he like orders it for you. Oh, so <laughs> it's like <laughs> that awesome. feels
1: so off the books.
2: It's so awesome and so terrifying at the same time because you can be like, mm, like, I just spent $125 on an omnibus. Yeah, uh, so uh but that's it's also nice cuz i can like order easily order like the uh cover price variants that way uh ahead of time but yeah so like between it was just a like on a facebook post and also this thing got delayed a bunch i don't i have no idea what i ordered yeah hopefully i didn't order it twice um cuz he probably reposted it after it got delayed so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, i got two omnibuses for you like oh god but anyways uh enough with news uh what all have we been reading as of late i know oz you said rise yeah, I of, red blade. I
1: finished R- of the red blade uh Loved that book and so actually speaking of buying omnis we don't need i think it convinced me to go and finally buy the charles soul omni uh um, I'm, I'm gonna call my shop tomorrow and see what kind of deal he can get me on that or i'll just buy it on amazon uh Support your local comic shop if you can, but I understand sometimes pricing makes that difficult. Um, you can at least go to like in
2: stock trades or yeah,
1: exactly. There you know. typically if you if you get to know the guy, they get it at a cheaper price, so usually they'll sell it to you at a discount. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna pick that up because I haven't read that in a couple years and it's really good. Um and the main character of Red Blade debuted in that book. In mm-hmm. fact, the epilogue. Kind of uh, adapts part of the comic run um, there at the end, so it was a cool crossover. Um, but that's that's all I've been reading. Yeah, really, it was, was, uh, yeah.
2: It was funny. The I actually was, I was like flipping through my physical copy of Shadows of Starlight today, and they have an ad in there for the Soul Omnibus.
1: Oh, nice. So yeah. Yeah, <laughs> good. It would be hard to find. Um, yeah, man, I, I just really dug that book, and it's it's perfect timing. Like I said, because there's so many parallels between phase three and the clone wars era that i'm excited sure. to talk about uh
2: yeah i personally have not re i don't think i really read anything in the past two weeks um for fun um i'd finished oh god what was the yeah i don't
0: think i really have anything
2: honestly <laughs>
0: <laughs> to say, parker you know we already talked about parker not being here but i am about uh 10 hours away nine hours away from finishing the final book of the mistborn trilogy are the first oh, nice. book of the the final book book of the first trilogy of Mistborn? So Which then
1: there's so then there's only like forty more books to go, right? Yeah, essentially, like
0: essentially, like there's at least five more like Mistborn books after that. But it's a different it's it's set in the future, apparently. Yeah, so I don't yeah, have yeah. to worry about it just yet. Uh, but I was t- talking a little bit on the pre-show. This is going to be very important. But uh Edge of Bounce precedent. I literally came in mm-hmm. uh, and I read it like an hour before the show before recording right here so i literally just have finished this one off and um it was really good it's i I read this issue first Guess there's a lot of tie-ins i wouldn't say this is required reading but it definitely helps a lot
1: and it'll elevate it for yeah it's not
2: it's not required i think well we can save it until we get into the episode. I think this might... Depending on where the course of the phase goes, I think this could be a very valuable thing to read later down the road.
1: Yeah. Like, maybe the most... It's also one of the best... It's incredible. ...public stories out of any medium. Uh, it's so good.
2: But yeah, if you read should we oh god <laughs> there are so many directions we could go with this
0: um How i guess we talk about the creative team yeah the creative
2: team creative. on the show notes we have this first issue of shadows of Starlight is written by charles soul the, the uh no pen, the pencils are from uh, ibrahim roberson and the cover is by phil noto so, yeah. And Oz, what are we looking at? We talked about it a little bit earlier, actually, but yeah. what is this mini series exactly doing?
1: Um, so, yeah, it's just it, we're kicking off phase three here. Uh, I really like that they're doing it this way with a, a comic to sort of catch you up because we knew that there was going to be a one year time jump. So this book is basically like, here's what happened in that year since it's
2: a great jumping on point.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, you joke, but we'll get into it. I think it's actually... There's a,
2: a lot of exposition. It helps. Depending on what
1: you mean by jumping on point, I think it's a decent jumping on point. Um, but it's it's sort of catching you up because it's been a year or so in real time for us since phase one ended. Uh, right. We did phase two back in the past. So this is just like what happened since Starlight fell to get us to what the new status quo is going to be. Um, this issue in particular is... Uh, each issue is sort of about different characters. Um, this one is ostensibly about Yoda and really sort of the Jedi as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll we'll visit different characters with each issue going forward. Yeah.
2: So there's a lot going on here. I think we like we make this joke about jumping on point because like. The the publishers will say have been saying for a while now that this is a great jumping on point for like every single High Republic project that's come out like Shadows of Starlight and Tales of Light and Life specifically have been pitched like that. Whether that is necessary, like whether um maybe you could, I don't know that it's the most valuable experience. I actually had a friend on online that was like. You all told me that I could read Shadows of Starlight number one after not reading Phase one, and I am so lost right now.
1: <laughs> after not reading, like, so this was his first thing.
2: Uh It was uh, she had read parts of Phase two and parts of the comics, I think, all over the place, but like had not read strategy the, the books. I, I think she just came into it a little bit later. So it's like there's proof that there is a bit of a, I think, a, a hurdle here. Um Yeah.
1: Well, and with with Tales of Light and Life, I would just say it's just straight up a lie. Like I love- I would agree that that collection of short stories but maybe like one only one of them is new characters and There's one that's new character i would you say could like get the stories on their own but they have no context i like, yeah i would
2: say the new character one obviously you could read early um yeah. the uh the one on uh Alyssa wong's one on corelia you could probably read without having read yeah. other stuff and the um i would also say the one that is the key story um you could read that without it because it's not so much about kiev it's so much it's more about like the what the jedi represent yeah. but three out of the 10 ish stories being newbie accessible is not yeah also I think, like
1: someone's <laughs> first experience in the high republic being uh a flashback for axel graylark would just be a really odd experience and
2: also over these stories spread over the course of 150 years anyways yeah. uh you know so <laughs> so caleb think, what happened in this issue this one does it better
0: yeah yeah. Uh, whatever. Oh, boy. Here we go. It, a lot happened here. So, uh, this as we can mention, this place, takes place over to six months after the fall of Starlight Beacon. There's kind of three major points here. In the first weeks after, uh, after the fall, the Jedi Council recalls all Jedi across the entire galaxy and instigates the Guardian Protocols. Let me actually put that on screen. We'll get into those in a bit, which are to help prepare the Jedi for the fight against the Nihil. Uh, three months later, uh, it's Master Yoda who uh, left right after the Yoda fall.
2: We have to. We no. We have to. You cannot just skip through these photos. <laughs> we have to. Come, we have to stop and talk about this one because this one we had. This is a, a comic amazing. Book full of glopshitos, but this is the one I probably did not see the most um so the top strip of uh, this image you have three little padawans reacting to what's happening in the senate chamber and i was like huh that's interesting and like i'm going through like i like read it when we get, the, we get the previews on monday i read it on monday i'm like interesting and then like later i'm like hold on i had like seen someone posted this picture of jedi brave in every way uh i'm like that's interesting because a blue and pink and white to gruten stands out a lot and i yeah. go back and look it is the same characters that green droid that's next to them in the comic panel is also in the preview pages of the kids book uh, but yeah this is a kid's book written by charles soul and his daughter is coming out on the 10th it actually comes out the day before this uh podcast will air um and yeah these uh yeah. these little club uh padawan younglings are in both
1: which is just amazing and so now like <laughs> We knew that you know this kids book was like canon because all yeah, yeah. all the kids books they say oh it's a real story but like it may actually I mean it won't be a big impactful thing I'm not yeah, deluding yeah. myself that much but like we're actually going to see their story like, elsewhere. It, ha- it has to go on the timeline.
0: Oh, it, it, we've talked me, about him. it already.
2: Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> because okay, so my first reaction when I saw this, I'm like, oh my god, is Jedi brave in every way? talking about combat training these children for the Nihil because I was like what's going on in the comic book right now I'm like that would be insane it be. Uh, but it Charles Soule put out his newsletter today and he's and he like makes the connection he's like hey you know you might have seen these characters that are in my book that's coming out next week that I wrote with my daughter and like the tag at the end he says like and let's hope those kids like picked up on their lessons of bravery or something like that implying <laughs> that Jedi are brave in every way on yeah. the timeline would be before I think uh, it could go either three. way. I don't know. Yeah, we'll yeah, find, we'll, we'll see. find
1: out in a few days. Yeah. Uh, they're they're about to become child child soldiers. It is the it is interesting. Bury is in it. So Yeah. But they're so young. Like a year ago, I don't I don't know. I'm yeah, now I'm yeah, like really excited. <laughs> I was like gonna get this kid's book probably for a Christmas right. present for I have a very young son and so I can pretend it's for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But now I I will be getting it on release. Day. <laughs> now it's for you. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm like treating it like a like a new release. I mean, I still
2: have the uh, the like yeah the kids picture books from phase one, which and, they didn't uh, do
1: for phase two, of course.
2: No, they did not. And I think in some markets, like if you got it internationally, you could get a hardcover version, but they were just I little saw the, yeah they were ones. They,
1: they were really expensive, so I didn't try to get that. But hey, anyway, speakers, so. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so
2: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, going, yeah. <laughs> going back to the yes. Yeah, so uh, Guardian Protocols really nasty uh, stuff are really camp uh, ramping up because the galaxy is not so uh, friendly to uh, Jedi anymore. Three months after the fall. So after three months after the fall, Master Yoda finally returns and he comes with him a cloaked visitor. And as he, this cloaked visitor uh, is radiating like darkness and evil. uh, This one is, uh, you know, Aslan Rel, Rel, a former knight who encountered the Nameless and dedicated himself to learning all he could about them, even if it shattered his mind and led him to the dark side. Like, that was a pretty. Gnarly reveal. So I do metal. sometimes feel like it's a little like, look, I haven't washed my
1: clothes. Yeah, in <laughs> I the exact years. Same thought. I,
2: yeah I was like, is it burned? Is it blood? Is it both? Is he just dirty? I yeah, can't. It,
1: it, it's a. I just like to picture he was like, oh, I'm going to go meet the council. I got to put these old robes on for <laughs> yeah. this.
0: But for like, either like, I haven't washed it in a while or I'm going to run it through the mud a little bit. Yeah. Like, I don't. Yeah.
2: Like he, it's a pretty... it was the mud of Dalna. you know, it was a very muddy,
0: rainy battle. I don't mm-hmm. know. So it takes them like six or three additional months. So six months later, uh, you know, um, Yoda does finally manage to like heal up and up that and you know put. His mind back together so they can uh, ha- Finally get a lead A star compass on the planet uh, Travel, or was this? Travix Prime that will lead them to the Homeworld of the Nameless so You know, uh, Aslan uh, Finally did find a Nameless But Mr. Rail, uh, Night Rail here Used the force to manipulate And make this ship they arrived in crash Into the city, destroying the compass Forever sealing off any path To unleashing the Nameless See, reveals <laughs> some probably like one of the most horrifying things it's, I've seen. In like a, it was no really, eyes.
2: it was really creepy the first time I saw it. And then I noticed like it was dr- the glasses were like drilled into the side of his head and there are holes left there in his yeah. temples. And it made it okay. even more terrifying.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's awful. Um. So, for those who might not remember, this is like right out the gate into phase three is kind of concluding the biggest cliffhanger from phase one um mm. was the end of midnight horizon a young adult yeah. novel uh which, it's, uh, oh, which is a sequel to 13 children's comic books but yeah we don't need to get into the cross medium stuff because we've already talked plenty <laughs> about that it is unfortunate in my view that such a big important thing was put at the end of a, a, a ya book nothing against ya books of course but just the the path you have to follow to get all the big story beats is complicated.
0: Like then, I will admit, I totally forgot about Yoda coming back and having someone else with him. I remember Yoda came back, but I totally blanked on it and had we had a secret visitor.
2: And we have wreath kind of alluding to like that plot line in this comic book to again, help catch people up that haven't yeah. read midnight like,
1: horizon. Oh, it's, it's the guy who was with Yoda after the battle of, of uh, Corellia.
2: Yeah. And we have, there's so many theories over, like I heard people thinking it was Tromac again, or, um, you People know, said Tayseric early on. Yeah. Tayseric or like all these different characters. And it's like, or there was, um, a character in, uh, the Tempest runner that was like singing the lullaby in the jail oh, cell next sure, to yeah. Lorna D. Like there's all these like crazy things. And then it's as on rail, which is crazy because, you know, it's been 150 years since we saw him and he is human
1: as far as we know. Uh,
2: as far as we know, he does say like, you know, one of his line, I, like I, when I read it, I'm like, I guess like it's the dark side that's preserving him. And, and he literally I, says that. Yeah. We rewrite it. and it's like, the dark side has given me time. I'm like, Oh, so literally yes. Um, yeah. And
1: I mean, if, if the dark side can, if Maul can survive through anger, then I'm yeah, cool that it, with It doesn't that.
2: bother that, that me really. Yeah, it's at all?
1: like, it's not the wildest thing that's, that's happening here. So, um, so, yeah, I was sort of bummed that it, it happened so quickly. One, because it was just a big thing. I thought we were going to tease it up more. But also, for the past at least six months, I've been meaning to revisit Midnight Horizon just to, to for that moment, kind of at the end. I could have just listened to the last few chapters. Right. Uh, but I'd, I had other readings, so I hadn't gotten to it. I was finally going to do it this week, and then I read this issue. I was like, oh, I guess I don't need to come up with theories anymore because yeah. there's the answer. I am actually. I did start re-listening to it uh just I i've really
2: heard like the the nighting part at the very end with the wreath is a very good audiobook production um, Oh great but, mm-hmm. yeah i think i remember cory saying that like two years ago but yeah um there's a lot going on in this issue i mean yeah, like so
1: that's i mean yeah so so anyway yeah, it's a follow-up from midnight horizon and then aslan rail if you haven't read phase two you've missed him entirely my,
2: my phase two so caleb has precedent up right now the the manga which is a really good Yes. way to get some of his story i definitely like i've told a lot of people i think if you're only trying to get a chunk of phase two read the two ya books path of deceit and path of vengeance you really get a lot of him in path of vengeance or at least a a decent amount at one of the flashbacks um caleb i guess image eight in your little deck that is uh, basically ripped from path of vengeance where he's going through the tunnels with maddie uh, and he's encountering yes. the nameless there So that's kind of yeah. a flashback You're seeing more of this perspective also In the manga um, But yeah, that's kind of his experience That really kind of shattered him Going forward into um, Where we are now
1: It's interesting how like this one comic This reveal re- Already gives us a new perspective On like what's important in Phase 2 I mean, I was already yeah. A champion of the two Path books Because they were my favorite of of the phase and they felt more important. And now they are. So like, cause phase one, you could just do the three adult novels, uh-huh. uh, I think. And that's, that's got your sort of umbrella there. Whereas I think that yeah, the YA ones do a it's better like, job than we, convergence cataclysm.
2: We already knew they were going to be really important because of like, you know, the Rowe family i'm like that's and the rome family and the nameless that's gonna be the important thing to take out of this and then as when rail pops out i'm like oh
1: yeah <laughs> all right um he's also uh, this keeps on topic for comics he is oh, quest of the jedi he is in quest of the jedi which did eventually come out uh and it's solid he's, it's most of the book is uh a f- even further flashback Right. but he's the framing story With, uh of that.
2: barnabas vim barnabas the,
1: vim the the original character from the high republic
2: the like literally like the first piece of concept art i think those that, that came yeah. out was of him uh but yeah so we have that uh aslan's a super interesting character it's i yeah i don't know where he's gonna be going um when we're talking about there's okay. So when we're talking about the compass at the end, this is another phase yeah. two thing. That's important. The compass that leads him to the nameless. So this is a story from Qu- uh, quest for planet X, which yes. was the second middle grade novel with the, uh, left bucks, um, Spence, and uh, DAS and is the left, kid. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. Who is like, he goes on this journey with Rupert Natani, a Jedi and sky graph, a, a graph family member. Who's not scumbag surprisingly. um, and the three of them are, like, around the Battle of Dalna being, like, we're going to find... I don't remember what the... Like, why they wanted to find it. it was. Oh, it's because it his dad's ship was crashed there. So, like, yeah, we want to go back to Planet Spanchen's X. and
1: had been there before.
2: Yeah. And they had this, like, magic compass thing that could hmm. attune to places in space. And Ruper has Force abilities that were really useful for that. And so they're trying to find Planet X. And because of the plot of the book, they don't make it there um but yeah. that is the compass
1: oh yes yeah, sp- spoiler alert they,
2: they don't, don't actually make don't it don't finish the quest <laughs> the, yeah the funniest part about those two the the two middle grade books for me was quest for the hidden city you find the hidden city in the first 10 pages of the book <laughs> yeah. and quest for planet x you never find planet x uh,
1: um the, but yeah planet x actually was a surprising uh solid read for i've I, yeah, I enjoyed, I, books enjoyed it the no grade for sure books. Uh, everyone knows I, in general, like middle-grade books more than yeah. most people do. Uh, it's where all my favorite gloves are. But <laughs> yeah. Planet X is, has been my favorite of the five High Republic ones, and now mm-hmm. it's coming to fruition. I, don't, I wouldn't call it necessary reading, I don't think.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, we're probably gonna get in the course of phase three why it was important. They
1: um, do mention Spence and Das at some point in this issue. Yeah,
2: it's when Aslan's like flashback to being in like a bar, basically. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And yeah,
2: he, yeah. He's trying. He was trying to track
0: down the compass himself. Um this is making me realize there's a lot of uh, phase two I apparently i missed or haven't caught up yeah on.
2: you're you're getting there you said you were at battle of Jeddah right now yeah
1: yeah and eventually yeah. I'll, I'll get through there which but. i mean battle of jedda is most of phase two
2: right phase so true. we have this we have another i, I guess that's mostly of the aslan stuff we have another glup um several more glups we have amadeo Azazo. Who is from a Tales of Light and Life story, and I think he's going. My guess, because that was written by Lydia Kang, he's an original character. My guess is he's going to be in the um, Insider short stories for Phase Three because she is also writing those. Right. Um, and he leaves on a mission very short in the in Tales of Light and Life, like very shortly after. It actually doesn't really make a whole lot of sense, I think timeline-wise, uh, with this, but it's fine. I Did don't. We really we
1: confirm that this is Amadeo?
2: Yeah, it, they, Does it's it a uh, my name. I already. Yeah, forgot. it says, "Don't worry, Amadeo. No one's pu- putting us through the trials okay, anytime right. soon." It's, oh, right, right, it's right, yeah. right below yeah, the younglings, yeah. and, and then also next to him, another crazy glove Addie Addy Z, who is the protagonist from the uh, higher public missions for Quest or no Tales from the Galaxy's Edge, the VR game uh so she was a jedi on batu a bit jedi padawan on batu in like, like the i phase would love to one. hear
1: if anyone listening to this or watching this has played that
2: um, i have an oculus headset right here it is the wrong oculus headset oh, right? No. basically after they i bought it they they uh they, they discontinued uh it. they discontinued like uh development support for the rift and they're like hey, this is a oculus uh quest exclusive or i guess meta quest oh, well, at this point that sounds like not oh, cool
1: to vr yet is because i just don't feel I still like got, the contents there yet
2: i still got to play vader mortal which is a great game it's, and it's awesome three games.
1: It's and i really played
2: cool. uh squadrons in this is uh, one it's of the most awesome. insane experiences because i have a, a joystick Man. too it's why i've not but, done
1: that i did get to play the uh speaking of obscure stuff what's it called oh, servants of, or, of the empire no, that's the book I really like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, I know what you're Shadows talking about. Shadows of like. the Empire um, that is now Sunset as well. Uh, you can't you can't access that story yeah. at all, So right. sadly. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, another crazy Austin, club shadow yeah. with Addie yeah, son Z. That's such a deep pull. Because we didn't even know, I think, when that story took place. And it's, it, might it's,
2: it might be in timeline. It uh, might be in timeline. Addy is in, um, we know it's phase one. I think oh, um, she va- vaguely uh, she is also in Chronicles of the Jedi. Oh, and okay. I want yeah, sa- right. to, I want to say she was like a, like Wikipedia mentioned only characters in a few phase one things, mm-hmm. but like, yeah, you know, not n- pretty, pretty glubby. Uh, Caleb, if you want to head over to image four, we have speaking of, you know, Oz Bind, the Charles soul omnibus Cur- uh, Kirk, right. and Fila if you don't remember this is from charles's 2017 darth vader run uh he is a jedi who oh was the my. first person to take the barash like, vow yeah uh, well, was he the
0: first person or, or one the of first
2: person the, pers- the he first was the person we knew that's about. mentioned in our oh, now. yes barash is the first barash vow but yeah, yeah. he was you know in 2017 he originated the term barash vow as we know it Okay, uh, wow. I had no he idea. He is the person. one that Darth Vader kills to and get a up. lightsaber to the Kyber uh, Crystal. Yeah, to get his Kyber Crystal and make his own Sith lightsaber. Which um, like
1: he, that alone yeah. probably makes him the most like canon significant character in the High Republic.
0: He's very you know yeah. Save Yoda, of course, but right, you know.
1: yeah. But like not that you need the story, but like it, it's pretty cool that. He's the origin of Vader's crystal.
2: Right. And just like uh, the random Kyber scientist crazy dude from Star Wars 35 is the origin yes. of Luke's crystal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but this is, this is also a really cool Like kind of series of panels where you have this master. Uh, her name is like, oh gosh, it's right there. Um, Govina. Who is a like lightsaber smith? And she's like, I'm gonna make this one last fancy one because now I'm going to have to assembly line out a ton of like boring prequels looking sabers because yeah. we're at war basically right now. We'll have
1: to pull out Professor Huyang's manual and yeah, she's it. like. I really down. thought we were about to get a Huyang cameo here. Uh, He's been mentioned once or twice. Yeah, it's kind of shocking that he hasn't shown up.
2: I think it'll happen.
1: Uh, uh, but I thought that was a really good way to like canonize why sabers were so much more elaborate back then i mean we all knew why right like Like, it's it was a cool moment
2: it's in the text now
0: yeah Yeah, like all these um like all these like guardian protocols i really love the the flavor because i feel like even back in phase one we were saying like there's gotta be something big that's gonna happen so that you know they start wearing brown robes and like boring lightsabers and you know never leaving coruscant so we specifically see how like you know if you when you uh like jacob i think you're the first person i saw that did that but when you translate all the arabish here like you you know all the information here like early padawan trials no jedi travels alone um outposts will only be staffed by droids so that kind of helps explain why you know so many medias we see this is a forgotten or
1: abandoned Jedi outpost like
0: how many of them did they have
1: yeah so, right. i, I was just, thinking I mean, about that just the other day because like even in the clone wars we so rarely see other jedi temples
2: right i mean you get the wars one of the fall and rebels is probably the yeah. best like
0: but that's even know, just like there's like, one we, from we Star- never see them
1: staffed really right now there's obviously during obviously post episode three they wouldn't be but like,
0: yeah right right but there there's a random one in um alphabet in the very first book they can't kind of have oh. like a, know, a camping trip to uh, i think uh, i did
2: make it that far before i tapped out
0: oh right you haven't <laughs> finished it yet <laughs> but, yeah they do a camping trip in an abandoned Jedi it's, outpost and it's there's such like a good scene it's a really good that was a really good scene i need to finish oh. that trilogy off but like you know it i like how they're kind of taking some moments to describe and talk about it now i will put it here and this is exactly how i put it i'm getting mad big patriot act vibes from all <laughs> this <you know>? yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's like we will wiretap your your com links uh
0: for for the good of us all yeah right no. uh it's like this, do, we, so this do, is, do this. you think they're going too far with this or like i don't know I don't, how do you guys feel about these
1: uh,
2: I mean, well, making it Oz's like Clone Wars uh, comparison. Yeah, this, this feels is, like less extreme. For honestly,
1: <laughs> this is that. the age that I was, where I was like, "Oh, we're Clone Wars now." Like, yeah. this is this is exactly the 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 quicker knighthood training or whatever. You know, give give younglings um, real saber training. It's I mean, they put Ahsoka in in the war when she was what fourteen. Um, yeah. This all feels so much like that because. You know, those three, uh, the, the panels of the three kids book kids, they're like, I don't think we're ready for that. Whereas in the Clone Wars, it's just like, no hesitation. Y'all are getting in there. Yeah, um,
2: Like a brotherhood with a, a mill. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Who Crazy. is uh, also alive. in <laughs>
2: hyperspace stories, number yeah. four or something like that. Yeah. Um, so. Caleb, I want to want want you to hit the next image in the slideshow. I do have to say something a little sad here. Uh, not that one. Other way. Uh, one. Yeah, there we go. Oh, okay, yeah. so we have, we have Addy Sunsie and Wreath uh, again. Great combo. Uh, and they have this little so that says "For the Jedi," I believe, in Arbesh at the top. Or mm? yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, No, that is what it says.
2: Oh, that's a Makes P sense, yeah. at the end. Oh God, I for the something. Awesome. Oh,
1: see, so uh, Jedi is uh, for the lost,
2: I, for the lost. I oh, that makes
1: so much more sense. I just assumed Jedi cuz Yeah, I letters. did too. Uh I can't
2: but anyways, <laughs> so yeah. I, I have a I have enough that I can like recognize some letters and start to kind of like decode it in my yeah, mind. Exactly.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's just like a, it's a cipher. Yeah, yeah.
2: So, this is a panel of Jedi that were lost after the um the fall of the beacon. At first I thought blue was alive and red was dead, but I think it's red confirmed dead, blue we're not sure. That uh, Smith, because yeah. there are some that are definitely dead like um uh Obertuck in, t- in the top in the top left we, yes, he's I, very de- he's very dead um, yeah but that was though.
1: in that was in eye of the storm that was but mad. they don't know yeah, yeah. that was
2: so sick. and we know skiers dead mm-hmm. from the previews it seems but okay so a lot of this is concept art that they just like plugged and played like yeah the lula uh Avar. Avar. Uh, Pretty much all
1: of them, actually. Yeah, almost yeah. every single one. Co-
2: comac bariaga um, oh God, who's the uh far right? Um Orbalin. Orbalin and the dude above him. That's also quarter oh, angle. Quarter uh, angle. Porter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Stellan. It's like skier almost all concept art. The problem is mm-hmm. in the very top right, that is a that is Regald Cole, a Big Glup that for most of phase one had no visual representation until I think Chronicles of the Jedi was the first time he got drawn anywhere. The problem is that is a concept art, but it's not an official one. It is a fan-ripped concept art. Mm-hmm. I I would give them the benefit of the doubt, and I'm gonna guess they probably just Googled. Mm-hmm. a bunch 100%. of characters and just started to slap them in because yeah, like, if you, if you, if you he
0: probably even he probably was so smart like i'm going to google care like concept art concept that's going art. to make it official. yeah
2: because it, it could, and it'll all they'll all look a very similar style i like i like i totally have no issue with like all the rest of them it, and but and if you google Reginald cole it is the second image that comes up on google uh it is a concept art from uh bell on twitter uh i at isob underscore ell she's a great uh, artist on there, so go give her some love. Uh, it is her glupshito that she decided to make a little mock concept art uh, of, and ended up in an official comic book. Um, you know, yeah, not. I, I hope uh, she was not. She did not know it was happening.
1: Right. Yeah, fix it. Um, and I, th- I think you you do raise a good point about how like they're all that way. They're all stylistically in line. It's mm-hmm. sort of a weird thing for me. Like I obviously that saved him a bunch of time uh but like it stands out as very different yeah. stylistically than
2: and well and it's not it's still are. not even totally like uniform because like lodin's a grant griffin art and all most of the rest of ones are phil noto so they don't like totally yeah drive right.
0: like and, you know like what's that one uh Stellan geos and Loden great storm just look different they look yeah yeah, right. That's yeah. yeah. From everyone here. and
2: estella maru I think is in the bottom left, and that yeah. is not a concept art that no, you can tell that of- they just they just had to like do it themselves. I think. Um, yeah. So it doesn't.
1: Anyway, it's a, it's a it was a weird moment. I think Roberson's art is is outstanding throughout. Actually, oh yeah, no, but, for
2: the most part, um, it's a great. That just felt issue. like a
1: corner cutting thing, which I get. Like you Deadlines did are a thing ish pages of this, which is a, yeah, it's just unfortunately normal. Um, but yes, yeah, so that's a bummer, and uh, I don't necessarily blame him. I'm I'm not surprised that the editor didn't catch it because. We,
2: we've we seen much worse trace jobs and stuff like yeah. that in star wars comics that's like, not to say
1: that it shouldn't be right yeah no uh, i think it's uh, what's like, accidental
2: like there are some um, mel's miniatures is a really good twitter account that does like uh they do like uh custom 3d models of like armada scale ships and stuff like that and you'll see a lot of their stuff get ripped because you can still tell where like the miniatures peg is
1: in the yeah. in the drawing so um yeah, it's it's a, it's not a Star Wars comic, but there's an old Avengers comic from. <laughs> who has the uh, Legos? Yeah, from <laughs> yeah. the ship is clearly a Lego snowspeeder, um, but with like some add-ons. But like, it's got the studs. It's mm-hmm. uh, art by Mike Diodata Jr., who is an outstanding artist. But I think he like those. That run was coming out really quick, so I think
2: deadlines can be. He did a lot yeah. of model,
1: like a lot of computer modeling for uh, to save some time and. Sort of glossed over that, um, which I mean, I, I don't think is, I, I don't know if that's against the rules or whatever, but it, once you see it, then you're like, oh, this is, this looks kind of silly.
2: Yeah. But I mean, okay. Oh, yeah. Overall, this, you know, tracing art theft aside, a good issue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, like, I'm very, like, I think we all had pretty high hopes for this, and I think it largely delivered on them. Like,
1: yeah. It, it,
2: this was more than, than I, I could I have expected. I, yeah. yeah, like,
0: <laughs> yeah, like I there's I was excited. There's a lot going on. I will say, like, I when I got my Reddit, like the second time through, I was like, hold on, I got to count. And I counted, and I can you not listener? 32 different named characters? And there's like 10 or so more that show up that are not named, like Catholic uh, Immenor, Iman- like that Jedi from uh, Out of the Shadows. Uh, like, there's just a lot of names here. Some of them are not actually important. Like they list, it's it's kind of nice that we have the entire Jedi Council now, like named and like like organized here. So we finally have like a names for all of them. But like they're like, yeah, take this uh, issue with a uh, uh, almost a little slow because there's a lot of uh, very dense information they're throwing at you.
1: Yeah, when yeah. we were talking about earlier, I compared it to Light of the Jedi, uh, the first yeah. Public book, which I have, I have. Convinced several non-Star Wars readers to check that book out, and pretty much unanimously, they're all like, "It was a cool book, but there are so the f- many names in it." Yeah, uh, I in think- the the Battle of whatever where, the first uh, one I uh, know. Uh, at, at Hetzel or yeah, yeah, I think at Hetzel. Wh- whatever. Yeah. Anyway, there's no, so or there's the Jedi one in the Nebula, which is the Battle of around. Kerr. But Kerr yeah. is Kerr is the one I was thinking because that's where skier loses his arm. Yep. Um, there's just so many names getting thrown out. Like this Jedi was flying their vector, and they see this is how they see the Force, and then it's just yeah. like move right along. Uh, but then the most
0: important person in that battle was Wet Bulb. Wet Bulb. He was the yeah, Gungan he, that didn't oh,
2: Yes. Uh,
1: Man, I need to. I need to hit that book up again. Or
2: uh, Joramali, R.I.P. Uh, uh, yes.
1: Yes. Love Jor-Mali. Um Speaking of the Jedi Council, I had a note written down is this the first time yariel poof has talked in canon
2: i want to say he has some lines in one of the phase two books i think
1: oh yeah you're probably right um it's just like so fun to see a speech bubble coming out of his mouth because he's yeah (laughs) he's probably the gluppiest member of the council in the prequel trilogy Right,
2: he's. I mean, mm, they're a stiff competition. I mean, Coleman, (laughs) Coleman Trebor, and Coleman Kaj are on the council at some point. But they like do something
1: at least. They both die spectacularly. Mm. Yaddle was just like we had an extra Yoda puppet and put a wig on. Yeah, Yaddle's hard to explain. Yaddle's like hard to tell your kids about. Oh,
2: over time. Well, hey, with uh, the Living Force soon, we're about to have POV chapters for every single Jedi council member.
1: Very excited for that book for that yeah. exact reason. Um but yeah, so it's just cool seeing Yariel Poof do something. Um we've got oppo ranciss too.
2: I, I still f- have talked to people in the past couple weeks that found out for the first time here that Yariel Poof has four arms.
1: I I think <laughs> I'm on that crew. Like I I went with it. Well, no, because but...
2: you got um uh he's a Cormian. Remember needle from the early 2020 Star Wars run when they uh Go mm. raid yeah, the yeah, museum. Yeah. Oh. Oh, man. I feel like
0: one of his race also had like was a his pod racer. Or maybe I'm just.
2: Uh, I know who you're talking about. I don't think it's the same species. I don't okay. know the name off the top of my head though. Um, I I could I could start throwing out pod racer names and they would all be wrong though.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. don't don't forget. Like... Uh, yeah, and just wild things. Alparescisus
1: is a snake, right? Yes, which that yeah, basically you know, I, with
2: forearms as well.
1: I don't know if you ever actually see that in the prequels, but I mean, you see him occasionally. I think in um, in the Clone, Clone Wars, Wars or and some other thing. But yeah, it's it's always weird to remember that he's got that he slithers around.
2: Yeah. Oh, because and then there was a different space snake species in uh, Into the Dark. The uh, flashback chapters when they're like going after like a terrorist on uh iram's moon and uh oh um comac's master is a snake that has no arms and he dies because he can't strap in when they crash
1: god that's that's amazing I mean that's that's <laughs> like, awful should, and horrifying. You, should,
0: but you know
2: when I you mean, say, it's, like, i an Orles master, one of the two. Yeah, i can't
0: remember. It, 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 I'm I think it was, Comax. It was so six of like, uh, uh, you know, I don't think they had Wookiees in mind when they designed it. Like, like this, like being a human in the Star Wars universe must be the greatest thing because everything is built for you. You know? Yeah. yeah.
2: It's,
1: it's I mean it's like it's like being English or basic. Like you're yeah. is the default. Talk, talk and about and then uh, everyone else has to just fit into you. Talk about
0: unconscious biases. Right. Uh, Human human, humanoid privilege in the Star Wars universe. ADA would have a field day in that Right. I mean, it's,
1: it's why you see so few, even in the rebellion where there are aliens, so few non-human pilots. Right. It's like you can, you can get some abendados because they're about the same size. Right. And, um, and Duros, and that's about it.
2: Right. It's like, try stuff in like a, um, oh God, what's, uh, um, the species I was thinking of, um, I don't know, whatever. The Tempest Runner, uh, oh, the yeah. giant one, uh, oh, uh, Doatin, yeah, yeah. Doatin, yeah, yeah. Try like, stuff in that in like an A-wing.
0: Right. <laughs> like, this is okay, a, a while, but in, I just finished reading Legacy. Oh, that's one thing. I just finished off the entire Legacy uh, oh, Star Wars comics, and no spoilers. Like, their, their version of Rogue Squash and has a has a Doug, you know, spulpus race. All oh, right, it's yeah. like it makes sense. Like, oh, they're supposed to be really good pilots, but also they're super tiny, so one would feel yeah. like they need to like make a smaller cockpit or something. As long
2: know. as their legs can pop up enough to grab the controls, it should be fine. Right.
1: Uh, it is great though. Seeing even in just this issue, like so many different aliens. Uh, oh yeah. That's just, it's one thing that the comics can do better than, than the TV and movies. Cause they don't have to worry right. about costume budgets and Our CGI. budgets. Uh, Cause yeah, I mean, even just scrolling through here, we've got, we've got a Mon Cal, um, We've got the and you mentioned earlier. Plenty of humans, obviously. And then just like...
2: I don't even know half the species of the Jedi Council at this point.
1: Right. (laughs) Like, like,
2: um, Laru, which is the giant dude uh, who was in the background of the Phantom Mist at some point. Not the character, but the species. Um, Okay. Yeah. Uh Adampo looks like a camel. I'm not sure if it's the same species. I don't think it's the same species as Yak Face, but I could be wrong. Oh yeah. Uh oh, yeah, Larry he looks like he a pterodactyl. Pretty much. He it's just very he's a very beefy dude. Like yeah. his If you see, uh, there's, I think, a good full drawing of him in Chronicles, maybe the art book, the art of book. Um, His proportions are kind of whack, I'll be honest. He's got this Master Vitar
0: here who looks like the crimson
1: skull with a mustache. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Protre. Uh, Protre Peter. Um, Also, I'm just just scrolling through here. Another little flavor that I love about, we talked about the lightsaber building scene, Mm -hmm. but like I feel like it's implying that all the people at those desks in that room, that's their job. Like that's their role at the temple. Yeah. Is building ornate lightsabers,
2: which is well, not it, something
1: I've ever thought about. I mean, I know right. everyone builds their own, right? But this felt like not just a class like this. this it's not the, just the, 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 the not who yang with the Rodian box parts. Yeah. Cause the little Rodian is like, Oh, but they're so ugly. Yeah.
2: And there's also like, like things that kind of look like sewing machines. So I don't know if they're going through and like making robes like en masse now. Uh, or,
1: yeah, that's a
0: good point. They made us just like it made us just your shop class. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but yeah, overall, really cool, cool issue. I'm I don't know. I like I just have so many questions on like where does Aslan's story go from here? Is it developed mm-hmm. through the rest of this comic book is he the through like, line of the comic book somehow that's
0: about to say like it do we feel like is he's he like a books major, do we feel like he's gonna be a major villain because it kept like he can't just did his big master villain play of like you know look i blew up the uh, last way we can get to these people i'm so well evil so good you mentioned that. Right. I,
2: I don't think that's how my understanding was they're in a tiny shuttle and yeah. he gets the giant ship to like yeah, crash he well, still wants happens. He still wants to go to the planet he just you know
0: no I think the way he said it is it seemed like he wanted the um like I, I, it's like what he said here hold on let me actually get the the wording here it sounded like um but oh. together we sealed the root we have done good work I've you know um you know time to the de- time to destroy the nameless before they kill us all you know. Uh, what it seems like he's going to like not go after the nameless here.
2: He says he wants yeah. to destroy them.
0: Yeah, I think I he's think going
1: I I think that um he someone people are going to call him a gray jedi. Uh I oh, I don't God, want no. to use that term. I know that it's like
0: the forbidden evil. term.
1: But no, he's evil, but I think I mean I think he's he, he still has the right got in, the right intentions.
0: intention tension he's he, just gonna be insane about how he goes about it he, yeah it, it feels like he's doing like the classic evil thing of like looking too much at the big picture here like right the I, big, big I, picture is you know as he says but together we sealed this route we have done good work
1: yeah um he's definitely got like the ends maybe don't justify the means that's what yoda yeah. sort of freaked out like this is maybe the first time we've really seen yoda angry other than maybe when he's fighting palpatine yeah um so i think though his story i don't know what medium it's going to be in because lord knows but i i mean i think it's going to be yoda trying to to like break through to him Mm -hmm. because star wars is is a story of redemption at its core and he ended phase two as you see in in the manga and at the end of path of vengeance uh he's in an insane asylum yeah he's like yeah extremely broken. he's just like sketching Shriekurai Karai all the time on endless notepads and like losing his shit in his room uh so I think maybe obviously then use that energy to tap into the dark side Mm -hmm. And I think Yoda's gonna try to break him free of that and and then help him work together like, he
2: did probably just kill hundreds of thousands of people, so it's going to be a tough sell. But, uh, <laughs>
0: that is my question. It's like, you know, he's right there next to Yoda, so like there's not like he's getting away with this, but I feel like the next time we're going to see him, he's going to be back in like a Jedi cell, like waiting for like some sort of judgment I'm, here.
2: I'm feeling like this is a. Uh, I'm going to go back. I'm going to hit some legends. Uh, a, anyone ever read Old Republic Fatal Alliance?
1: Mm-mm.
2: It's no. a story where basically the jedi and the sith are like forced to work with each other to like complete a mission that would destroy the galaxy more or less mm. if they don't complete it so it's the kind of thing where like you know they are not exactly happy with each other but they know the stakes of what's what's to
1: come so they have to kind of yeah maybe I mean, be
2: forced into it
1: it's a tale as old as time right goku oh, yeah. and piccolo mm. i'm sure can am sure i'm too i'm too young for uh, Dragon Ball. <laughs> yeah <laughs> um uh, well was it Magneto and uh, and, and professor Samuel. x yeah, yeah, like, yeah. H- how often do we see this uh you're right though that like he didn't just like do a bad thing he like did <laughs> terrorism <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah
2: speaking of patriot act <laughs> yeah he, he, uh, he,
0: you sometimes to make an omelet you have to uh, destroy an entire population center right you know, okay. from yeah. orbit
2: but we have, we have. I'm, I'm liking that we have lots of potential factions because we have, you know, still the Hill We have whatever Aslan might be representing at this point. You have mm-hmm. um, seemingly the Children of the Storm is a new group that I think is going to be in the main Marvel run. You, I'm sure the Huts are still going to be stirring up problems. Uh, yeah, like yeah, there's I know a that, lot we know of
1: there like, in um, in the Marvel run because we saw. Yeah, that yeah. The we, from- we, did, we didn't even talk about like they, they're
0: talking about the storm wall that the night hill have set off where he's like uh, yeah. off the entire yeah. Re- thing, the the reread
2: realm. eye of the storm uh <laughs> another, another like similar to midnight horizon another like kind of galaxy changing event that was not in an adult novel
1: um, yeah eye of the storm at least was like pitched as like this is the epilogue like yeah like you, you need you to, to like they're this. like
2: you really need to read this, this is the uh, cap of phase yeah. one uh but yeah they use the research from was it Ch- uh, Chancey Yarrow was that who Something did it like that, that sounds right yeah, it sounds- um and basically took her gravity research to seal off the outer rim for, or mm-hmm. Nihil space from everywhere I
0: Are trapped behind that wall there, including Abar. West A-bar. West we never talking about North that. Rails. Abar's it's back like, there. Yeah, and she and she showed up in like one panel here, and like you know, like not in like fancy like combat gear sort of. Yeah,
2: her her and so her and Elzar are on Iram together when the call comes back to send everyone back to Coruscant, like right after the fall. Mm-hmm. And, or I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much right after the Fallen Star. Um and he goes and she does not, and we don't know what happened, but she right. is shown to be hidden be or stuck behind the wall. And she's on know, the
1: list of missing uh the f-
0: yes. uh, on the for the last page. Like Lily talasona from the original like first two books of the uh thing. Like she did that too, but like when uh, we when uh, first Lily that, tora Hasi, on- yeah, she, she she stayed behind on Banshee. But like when I first like read it, like, you know, not even that far, you know, into it's like, oh, that doesn't make sense. But now that we're finally in phase three, it's like, oh, that is like a lot bigger of a thing. I didn't realize they were like sealing it off so she wouldn't be able to leave. Yeah. Yeah. And
2: one other manga character I'm really interested in what's gonna happen with them is Arkoff because Arkoff yes. was buddies with uh with Aslan and tried to really oh, try to yeah, like stay really aslan through like him being in an insane asylum and like he like protected him from like the bounty hunter that came after him and all this stuff and really like was deeply invested in what happened to aslan and at the end of um precedent in like because precedent has like a framing story yeah. that's in phase one arcoff's like okay you know we uh i don't remember exactly how it ended but he's like you know it's, it's him and Sav malagon yeah like ready to like go off on an adventure and aslan is alive and he does not know that right now
1: yeah that's a really good point um and so i think that i mean we can make well, some predictions on different media, like I think that story what if, will be if, in the manga.
2: Yeah, what if Aslan Aslan's story goes to the next manga volume? I
1: think that like, do we know who's writing volume
0: three? Sense.
2: No, it hasn't no. Even been announced. Uh, it the well, at the end of volume two, it yeah. says volume three coming soon, which we thought for a while was precedent, but maybe it it's not. Still
1: could have been referring to precedent. I don't think. It's the n- yeah. We'll no. the uh, the
2: the database team on Utini had so many issues with how to name precedent for a long time. I remember. It, yeah, it went through a few iterations before we decided just settled
1: on what it was going to be called. Um Kind of like the Doctor Afra Two Omnibus. Oh God.
2: Oh God. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Star Wars and and traditional publishing don't always agree with what to call things. Yeah. Uh by well, the and same terminology. Well, I mean, it's some of those
1: things that were like they could have said coming soon volume 3 and then they were like actually let's just call it precedent since it's phase yeah. 2, and like but we already published yeah. an ad like, for it. Um but I think like what's kind of odd is is that this is a Marvel comic and it doesn't seem to be setting up the the Kevin Scott Marvel run at yeah. all. because um, yeah. we don't see Kieve uh or the twins um or any of any of those characters skier i guess gets a mention on the missing um so i think that it'll be pretty separate but yeah
2: i I grabbed my my volume two at the very this was keep in mind this was it came out i think after the last book but before edge of balance because it also came out twice digitally and then physically we had i don't even know if we knew anything about phase two at this point but it's like at the end it's like stay tuned volume three <laughs> and we're yeah, like
1: i think we what? i think all we knew was like they were doing the 150 years before so we were like so what does this mean <laughs> like, uh, like yeah is volume three just going to pick up at phase three or they just yeah, I, it just yeah which I sort
2: of kind of did it so you know did you ever watch lion king one and a half that is <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is that is precedent that is the that's the interlude chapter and our coffin going to go off and do his thing it's,
1: it's a it's a you know edge of balance the side story right. oh gosh so so yeah i think that the marvel run will do its own thing and then i gotta assume i mean some people have already read the eye of darkness because yeah it's not any bus. <laughs> review copies are out yeah i have i have not read it um so i gotta assume it picks up maybe like avar alzar's story
2: maybe Um, we also have the yeah the insider short stories which we know so many people read it's basically just us
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah. you you should check those out they're good uh, they're really
2: fun you can read them for free on libby usually if you have a good library
1: yeah shout out Um, to your public library uh yeah i got a library card two weeks ago i got mine. i'm 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 not gonna dox myself but i'm on the libby team
2: yeah so um there's all yeah it's a it's a very cool time uh, to, you know, be jumping in the High Republic and as of right now we are the only currently publishing, canon podcast from Uteni. I Well, I guess Archives does its thing, but Living Force is still on break. So,
1: yeah. So get all your High Republic <laughs> news from us, including but not limited to comics. Clearly,
2: <laughs> sometimes we talk about comics.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean this. Always was we talk about the High Republic. Yeah, we we've talked in the past few episodes about mostly the, the mainline run stuff. And I've been liking that, but it's not nearly as dense as this was like, this was a lot in, uh, was, I guess
2: wasn't it was extra pages too. I think this one it's yeah, like, it was I mean, like
1: I, a 30 pager. I guess dark droids has been pretty dead. Oh, 29 like, or something like that. It's age. also just like, I really liked <laughs> phase two. Um, people seem to have some different feelings. The biggest complaint seems to be like, I was excited for phase one. And then we, kind of stopped that
2: yeah so i think this is going to build it's paying off
1: yeah i think this is going to build a lot of hype it is also now showing that phase two was not just like a prequel redundant no it was like okay this it is, had a purpose it had a purpose
2: yeah uh i well again like this this feeling so dense the last comic book we talked about was dark droid or d squad which did have several pages of no dialogue yeah.
1: so <laughs> that was the one of the least dense comic like books i've ever read which was
2: also ancient. great just it different. was
1: oh fantastic it, also it did have dialogue jacob it was i know i just said it had beeps.
2: several pages of no well no, yeah i guess if you count there, beeps.
1: There were beeps and boops
2: are they di- is it dialogue or is it fa- is it sound effects
1: yeah oh that's a, that's i guess we'll have to see what that does like about droid sentience but, I, yeah. I feel like and there
0: are only like three characters in that maybe four if you I count oh yeah you know. we got we got,
2: uh the rx droid we got r2 we got chopper we got whack 47 we got triple zero we got um that's all i can remember right now (laughs) Uh,
0: like like c3po maybe in a flashback but that's it yeah Yeah.
1: uh so this is this is sort of the anti d squad uh
2: polar operate comics
1: uh but man what a way to kick off phase three like i'm i've been all in so it would have had to be really bad for me to like lose steam uh, That's really good. So it, it did the opposite. Yeah, it was it was exactly what we needed. Yeah. Oh yeah, like I am now ready to go back into phase two and get caught up and actually like yeah. And go, go I think running. that for those people who maybe fell behind on phase two, it's really easy to do. I was I was like three months late on Path of Vengeance. Yeah. Uh, take your chance to do that now. If you're just talking comics, there's only like 23 total comics, um, so it's a pretty quick read. 22 plus, actually i think 10
2: plus 4 plus 4 plus 8 right 22 yeah oh i
1: forgot about oh wait no 23 play. was quest of
2: the jedi yeah okay.
1: okay so yeah 23 there's not a ton is what i'm getting yeah. the numbers are yeah. uh, or yeah. if if you really liked phase 1 and you sort of tuned out because phase 2 was a little jedi heavy uh check this out you'll be fine read the manga um it'll add yeah. to it and, and
2: uh if you really uh, outside of phase two things also for phase one, uh, like up, read Chronicles of the Jedi. Uh, Jacob has been it. a big it's, proponent. It's, I, I got another person, I think last night to buy it. So, um, the, the fancy one, uh, no, probably not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, my fancy one's right back there. Yeah. Um, but it is a great, great book. It is a historical in universe text. So it's a written by a, like fictional Jedi historian telling, details of the high republic jedi it covers phase one it covers phase two you can read it in like one sitting if you really want it has lots of pretty pictures the uh, art even, is outstanding i haven't yeah, actually the, read through it i've, I've skimmed it's it. it's good uh mm-hmm. and the uh it's all original art done by one artist so it looks uniform and everything um and even this like i have a expensive fancy one the uh regular one is still fancy it has like it's a really full nice. leather cover and everything yeah, yeah uh it's great yeah definitely read it and like it's a great reminder of what happened in phase one it won't tell you everything because it's like written by a jedi so they don't know what happened behind the scenes with the night hill but you're gonna yeah. get a good amount of information there um the, only, so, the yeah.
1: only bummer with it is the thing that plagues all reference books is that it came out you know right at the beginning of phase two so it has a couple phase two things but obviously they didn't want to spoil right. everything
2: it, it has a good amount it's just it, a little more uh, it's a little bit more vague and yeah. less descript on some of it which makes i guess like you just say the universe like, oh, it makes they sense have good
1: records from 150 yeah, yeah. years ago uh yeah. but i mean exactly. every reference book you get is out of date as soon as it hits your shelf and that and it does something- have
2: one like thing that's just outright wrong which is how they handled the blade but i have theories on why um because it's it, talks about everything happening on Bardata, but in the blade it's on gansevor mm. uh which is a new planet i think it was behind the scenes things change and now we're getting the broken blade but anyways it doesn't matter read that book it's <laughs> great um any other final thoughts on shadows of starlight number one
0: it's it's great um it's a it's a wonderful jump <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't get that out but no it, it's fun like it's definitely it, it, it's kind of exciting i know it was a ragging on a little bit earlier about there's being so many named characters but it, it was kind of like a fun test of like going back and like oh i remember you and i remember you and i remember you it's like nice getting back and seeing these old friends again and being like yeah oh man i am excited for this because i want to see where this uh where's it where this uh goes here
1: and it's not just in the like Leo pointing at the screen meme kind of way, yeah. or like like oh look who yeah. it. I mean. With some of them, it's, I'm sure, like the it's little Amadeo Zazo. <laughs> yeah, That's, the ones who would be that kind of thing are not the characters anyone knows. It's Adi Sensei yeah. and the the like, younglings. Seeing
0: Ray Silas talking about Comac still walking away from that, uh, from the order, like that—that that was like I think one of my favorite scenes of like the, that whole thing. Like I loved Comac Vitus. I loved yeah. his character, and mm-hmm. seeing him just like as such a broken person, like I can't, I retire, I can't do this yeah. anymore. So it's, it's a like, really,
1: it's a really it, good. Like, follow-up to everything it,
2: it, re- it rewards you if you read everything but it doesn't like punish, punish you, you too i mean there are some parts where it'd be a little rough but you're mostly fine you can make it through if you haven't done everything so uh, yeah any other final thoughts on this
1: um only final thought is just as i'm looking here in this uh first big spread of, of the rescue effort uh it looks like there's a chadra fan jedi which that's pretty yes. cool i'm sure uh,
2: they threw that in there for daniel so
1: <laughs> yeah it's uh that's just a, a great species uh but no no thoughts is great um Rob roberson sorry if i pronounced your name wrong uh was really cooking uh honestly one of the best looking high republic comics we've gotten oh. yet uh i love uh ario's art i've got some of it on my wall there mm-hmm. uh, but this was i don't know how to point on a reflected camera yeah uh, it, it's it's rough but he uh, I, I really like this and I think all four issues are going to have different artists which will be I believe
2: that's seat. correct
1: um, um, so yeah. Roberson I thought did a really good job
2: one thing I just noticed uh, also on the uh, rescue scene um, uh, I don't know how I missed this the first time uh, Elzar has Stellan's lightsaber on his belt I knew he like got it from the fallen star oh, but it's hanging there you're um, right so.
1: it's a great little detail
2: um but yeah, so great book overall. We have a couple comic books that came out uh over the past two weeks. We had Afro thirty six, Mando season two number four, Hyperspace Stories number nine, Vader thirty nine, and Bounty Hunters thirty nine. Is there anyone that anyone wants to like do a quick, you know, I really love this issue thirty second kind of spiel?
1: I have not read any of those yet. I'm okay. a little behind. Uh yeah, uh, same.
2: Bounty hunters, I think, uh, uh, yet again, was uh, crushing and soul like sucked my soul out. Uh, but it was a good issue. Uh, I mm, the other ones were the mo- one the other ones I read were mostly like they're solid, but I think yeah. they're let
1: me guess, Valence sort a really good
2: time. Yeah, Valence got his mind wiped, so you know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, the you other ones are, are definitely match. like yes. Uh, the other issues are more like kind of a setting up phase to like the next probably couple issues are going to pop off. So didn't leave a crazy impression on me. Uh, But for next two weeks, we have some good options. Uh, And I have a pretty solid idea of what I think we should do because we have Dark Droids number three, uh, Mando season two, number five, Star Wars 39, and Obi-Wan Kenobi number two. So my my double, proposal double feature, is we do yes. Double feature of the adaptations. Of the
0: adaptations. That's no, right. <laughs> the,
2: no double feature of dark droids number three and star Wars 39. I think it would be a good time because I've really, it's been really interesting seeing the tie-ins. Yeah. Between play them. with the events of dark droids, Um, yeah. like seeing droids getting yeeted off to join D squad and everyone's kind of going through it with the scourge right now. I think it yeah, would be a good time
1: to talk about what we mentioned in our last dark droids episode is i just uh, i've got a friend in town we were just talking about comics how he's a little behind and he's on war of the bounty hunters right now and he's like having a little bit of trouble with it because it's, it's like lot. you know because he does it all on his ipad he's like you got to go back and forth between books and, yeah um, but yeah i'm done to talk about more dark droids we can mention the other tie-ins that came out because it is one of those kind of events but it's so far it's being pretty chill about it
2: yeah i think it's i i think i said this the last episode i think it's the best execute event as far as tie-ins go so far where it yeah. it matters but it's not too crazy so yeah.
0: absolutely so yeah the, i i will well, be down for that and we'll uh we'll get it caught up in two weeks time then
2: awesome. and then
1: um just a month from now uh depending we'll on, on the High list, republic there, number three will be or number number 3 hyperpole number 1. Yeah, phase 3 number 1. <laughs> Again. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. right.
2: Uh but yeah, uh got to see what Mike Mayhew cooking up for that one cuz you know he's going to be having something probably. Oh yeah. Uh, he's ha- he had uh, and he had well he did a ton for phase 1, but he did one for number 1 of phase 2. So um yeah, we'll have to see. Hopefully it's not a human. I don't like as humans kind of scare me sometimes, but you know. <laughs> Give give us a mar- a Marchion cover or something. I oh know.
1: yeah, I, uh, I am really hoping. Like I'm I'm very much looking forward to issue four of of this mini to get the marking Rose story. Yeah. Um, now, I was looking at this, and part three shows
0: uh, uh Bell getting knighted. It looks like with a yellow uh, lightsaber y- blade. Yes,
2: right? I. I because that's another weird okay. I'm not I'll really quickly I it was so weird about Tales of Light and Life that they literally like never mention uh his other master who was like comatose at the end of the Fallen Star, uh Indira Stokes. Yeah. She's like half half dead, and he does not he, I think her name comes up in passing once in the entire story. I'm like i mean he's been pretty much stuck on load for a while yeah like i i understand that like he's gonna be the most more important thing but like the fact that she was almost dead and he doesn't think about her at all is kind of weird to me anyways she had a yellow lightsaber so maybe it's her maybe yeah. she did not survive and it's just like Agra soleil one of the random uh council members has a yellow lightsaber who is yeah actually i think was the 125 variant for this issue i think i don't know anyways. all right what a pull crazy crazy stuff so with all that said uh that'll do it for this week's episode of the cosmic force don't forget to like and subscribe to the show right here on youtube and we encourage you to subscribe to our audio version on whatever podcast platform you prefer you can follow us on twitter and tweet at the show at cosmic force show to stay informed about everything with star wars comics or you can follow the hosts individually i'm at jacob bausch Caleb is at Caleb Lamanek and Oz is not present on the Twitter app. So that is right. great for him. Honestly, I, I, I envy you sometimes oh, for reviews, you. for reviews, articles, and news for the rest of the wide galaxy of Star Wars. Be sure to visit utini.com and join our discord community by going to utini.com slash discord. And you can help us out and support the show through Patreon at patreon.com slash utini and start receiving exclusive perks starting at just $5 a month. A special thank you to Brian Dooley, Earl Q, Carl Sander, Zach W, and Michael Fry and Raymond Fizinski on our Jedi High Council. And James T, Ashley Ingles, Colton Fife, and Chris Carrizo on our Alliance High Command for their awesome support. Thanks again to Caleb and Oz, and thanks to all of our listeners. We will see you back in two weeks talking about Dark Droids. May the Force be with you.